Check that mic out. You got it? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Talk about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Here are the King's men. Hey, welcome back. This is the King's Men episode two. Guys, we appreciate you coming in. And for those of you that heard one, this is amazing to be doing number two. Um, I'm Dennis. This is Josh. And I'm Daniel. Daniel is the new guy. Not really. He's just new to this <laughs> podcast. Um, he wasn't here the last one. Um, Daniel is full of wisdom. He is a young man that is on fire. He is in our men's group as well, the King's Men. We just want to thank you for tuning in, guys. Um, Daniel made a suggestion earlier before we started that we would pray this thing up before we start, and I thought it would be a great idea. So um, if you guys like, you can bow your heads in the word of prayer with us. Daniel, kick it off. Father God. We want to welcome you in this place, Father. You saying your holy word, we want to more gathering your name, so shall you be present, Father. And we just want to acknowledge your presence in this room. Father, we just also want to acknowledge your presence with each and every listener, Father. We ask that you to attune their ear to the words of your Amen. heart, Father. We ask that you prepare our words that may leave our lips to be honoring and holy to your name, Father. That somebody may great growth, wisdom, and knowledge from these words, Father, from our experiences with you, Lord. Amen. And Lord, we just ask that you change each and every person's life for the better, Lord. We ask that you gain knowledge and power and wisdom over each and every person lord and lord we just ask that you continue to be the guide and director of our lives in your holy name we pray amen amen, amen. so what are we talking about today fellas um well we're going to talk about um wisdom and wisdom mm. can you elaborate on that sure wisdom is when you're walking in the presence of god and you're learning from him himself wisdom is when you do things on your own and as the back part of that word is you kind of portray yourself as being dumb mm, okay i follow you i follow that makes sense it makes it perfect sense but see I, we just have to remember that just because you're lost doesn't mean you're dumb and you may make dumb decisions but you as a person aren't dumb we gain our knowledge from the living one we gain our knowledge from the lord jesus christ that's exactly right well, I agree with that. All right, so let's get this thing kicked off. Josh, you've got some scripture. Um, for those of y'all that didn't hear the first one, Joshua was born a preacher's kid, and believe it or not, he's actually pretty normal. I know a bunch of preacher's kids that are pretty weird. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing weird kids. Anyway, but um, Josh, you would kind of get Sure, sure. Uh, just call me Dusty Springfield because I'm son of a preacher man. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> That's pretty good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, so one of the things that really um, st stuck out to me when I was doing this study last night, this morning, because I've ever since we talked about it Thursday night, the meeting been much in prayer about this second episode of the podcast. And Dennis and I thought that the first podcast went great, and we were just we were on fire and amped to do the second one, and we wanted to bring Daniel in with us um, to get his perspective too, because we feel like there, you know. There, there's three different people here, so you're going to get three different perspectives and three different interpretations of stuff, which I feel like is good. That gives you variety, wouldn't you guys say? Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Variety is very good. Yep. Um, well, the first scripture I've got, uh, it actually comes from James chapter 1, verse 5. And, and like I said in the first podcast, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation, the um, New International Version, the KJV, you know, old school, love it. So this one actually comes from the KJV. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and unabideth not, and it shall be given to him. 
So in other words, if you lack wisdom, all you have to do is pray to Big G upstairs. He will give you the wisdom and he will give it abundantly. Absolutely. I believe, Josh, to elaborate on what you just said, you know, our wisdom comes through our trials and tribulations. Without mm -hmm. facing our trials and tribulations, we can't learn. Uh, we are to clay and he is the potter. And mm -hmm. sometimes he has to add and take away in our lives. And those takeaways are very, very uncomfortable sometimes. And even the adding is uncomfortable because we don't know that we're prepared for this season of our lives. But even though I'm a firm believer that God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the call. Ooh, sometimes when yes. he mm. when he shapes us, we're, we are in question and we're in doubt. Just like Jeremiah at the potter's house. Jeremiah yep. was in doubt and he asked the potter, for why do you mark vessels such as thee? But we're all marred in the Savior's image and we're all marred in the Creator's image. So we have to remember that that marring sometimes is uncomfortable, but it is our mm. purpose to be marred in that image. That's well. right. I can tell you over the years, there has been many times that I have been marred and reshapen uh, and every time it was a painful growth process, but I feel like every time I came out of that, it was for the better and I was a stronger person. And not only that, but a stronger Christian for that, too. Mm -hmm. I, I remember Matthew saying when I first started going New Direction. No, wait a minute. Dennis, before you, yeah. please explain to the listeners, because they don't know who Matthew is, but ex explain oh, to who, who Matthew is. All right. Matthew Galloway is my pastor um, at a church I go to in Snow Hill, North Carolina called New Direction. Um, if you get a chance, check them out on Facebook. Great place. It'll be New Direction, New Direction GC. But um, early in my walk, I was listening to him speak a message, and he was talking about wisdom. And he said, sometimes when you ask for wisdom, be careful, because God will give you wisdom in a way that you're just uncomfortable in being in, which is kind of like Daniel was just speaking about the, the clay being martyred and shaped and molded. And I've had that in my life, ask God to help some things come to my mind to help me explain certain situations. And when that does happen, it's um, it can be a kick in the face. So, um, But it's all about learning, growing, and becoming a better person and getting to walk a little bit more substantial with, with Christ, or as we like to call him, Daddy God, mm -hmm. um, just moving forward from there. So um, don't be afraid to pray for wisdom. Just be prepared for the wisdom that you are about to learn. That's right. That's right. You know, guys, we're facing trials and tribulations in our country right now with COVID-19, with Black Lives Matter. Um, I, everybody matters. Uh, we were all created by Daddy God, and we were all created for one purpose, and that was to serve and to build His kingdom. Mm -hmm. We're all meant to love each other. We all bleed the same. We all love the same. We may not have been raised the same, but we all love the same. Um, yeah. It's not our place to judge one another. But right now, this country's searching for something, and that what they're searching is wisdom. They're searching for the wisdom to know how to go about daily life and interact with people. So our goal as the king's men is to spread that wisdom throughout yep. the nation and throughout the world even so that others can know that the power is in the gospel, that real relationship with Jesus Christ sets you free and allows you to be able to love one another. For the Bible says that I will take a heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh, guys. Those of you that are struggling to be able to love somebody right now and you've got a painful place in your life, a difficult situation where you're trying to love somebody who you feel unlovable, ask God to take that place of stone and to turn it into a place of flesh and allow you to love you because yeah. you cannot hate somebody that you pray for. I promise you it's impossible. Yeah, that's right. One of the things that I love about this group is uh, Thursday night we, we met and we had people from different backgrounds, different races in here, and we were in here as one collective group of believers and brothers. We didn't see color of skin. We didn't see denomination. We didn't see any of that. We came together in one, one mind and one accord, just like the Bible says, 
and we we did powerful things in this in this barbershop. Matter of fact, a little later on, we're going to tell you about something that we were all three of us going mm-hmm. through on Thursday, yeah. and how we overcame that through the blood of Jesus. Whoa, the blood of Jesus! Let's have an amen right there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're talking about different races and different ages and different backgrounds of your life. Um, the funny thing is, is that. We were talking about some gentlemen that were in their 60s, 70s, and uh, 80s. And, and Mr. I think Pops was Pops, in his 80s. Pops right? was in his 85 80s. That's right. 85. 85. Not only that, 85, a Korean and a Vietnam War vet at that. And the wisdom oozing out of this man. Just um, it, the, the Holy Spirit was in here so tight and so deeply, man. I, if you had a knife and slide it through the air, you might have cut the ghost. I'm just <laughs> it was pretty daggone tight. But um, like you said, we did not see a color. We didn't see a race. We didn't see an age. We just saw children of God praising him. Yep. You know, our daddy. That's Dennis, right. you're talking about that the Holy Spirit was so thick in here that you might could have cut him. Well, he did some cutting himself. I think he <laughs> took some things from each one of our lives and, mm-hmm. and changed yeah. some things in each one of our lives. You know, yes. it says in Scripture that it is strong as a knife and it shall cut us. And, yep. and he did just that Thursday night. So we Amen. can all testify on that right there, I, I think. Yeah. You know what? Matter of fact, let's let's go ahead and jump yeah, into Thursday because, I mean, that to me, that's what I've been feeding off of ever since Thursday was was that breakthrough. So just, just to lay the story out for you so you can see it here. I came into the barbershop. Dennis was still open. He was he was cutting hair. It was probably had to be around what Dennis five thirty five forty five something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I came in about that time and I sat down in one of the lazy boys that uh, Dennis has just col- you know collecting my thoughts before the the meeting, and it had just been it had been a crap week for me. It, it really had. I had been beaten down. I had been broken, busted. It was just it was bad. And when I when I walked into the barbershop. I felt something that I hadn't felt before. It just, it felt like it was a heavy weight, like somebody had almost taken a lead blanket and thrown it over my shoulders almost. And so, so I came in and um, I just sat down and I was kind of quiet, just waiting for the other guys to get here. And then Daniel came in. And uh, and Daniel, you, you tell, your, tell your side of them. Yeah, Josh, I'd love to elaborate on it a little bit. So leading into the backstory, over the last couple weeks, I've been jobless. I've recently... Brought a new newborn into my home. Uh, my wife and I's faith in the last month has really been tested. Uh, we had a difficult delivery of our child. We had an extended stay in the hospital. Um, I was facing trials and tribulation in the workplace where I was. Um, and I felt the Lord just telling me to take a leap of faith and jump out and start my own business. Well, I went to the bank and I asked for some credit. Um, well, because of some things in my past, I was denied that credit initially. Um, and I was mad and I was bitter. I acted wisdomly, D-U-M, wisdomly <laughs> on the fact that I even went back, and I'm showing my imperfect side. I went and I cussed out the senior vice president on the telephone, guys. That is not for me to be proud of. That is me saying that even though I plead the blood of Jesus over my life for my salvation, that I still sin and I still fall short of the glory of God. Amen. But that was so thick and so heavy laden on me that I had to tell my brothers and I had to confess my sins. And I, it just broke me. It had broke my spirit and it beat me down. But, you know, spirit, the Bible tells us that the one true desire of our Lord and Savior is a broken and contrite spirit. Come to me, all who are with you burdened, and I so shall you find rest. And you can't find that rest until you come to him when you are broken. That's all he wants. So in my moment of brokenness, when I come in here to fellowship with my men, when I could have easily went out and chose to drink a bottle of liquor, I could have chose to lay with some other woman other than my wife, or chose to get high on some drug, God led me to my place of comfort. He led me to a place where I could be broken with other men, and I could express 
my feelings and I could cry it out and he gave me that peace and he gave me that rest. And let me tell you, yesterday, even though I didn't deserve it, he stopped by the well, he gave me a drink of water and he blessed me with the financial <laughs> means to step Amen. out on a leap of faith, honor him and start my own business, guys. And that's how good God is. And that's Amen. how my week has been. But it took a season of testing all in the same week to get a season of blessing. And now let me tell you, if God goes to blessing, the devil goes to messing. And that, that's just evidence right ahead, there that the <laughs> devil is going to mess and try to attack with anything the Lord is giving you in your life. So if you are going through something today and you are facing a trial and you're facing a tribulation and you don't understand why, let me hear say this right now and let it resonate in your spirit that that messing means that you are going through a blessing. Amen. That blessing will create something new. Absolutely. Yep, that's right. That's let, right. Let me, uh, <clears throat> kind of a tough act to follow there, Daniel. Daniel was very passionate about Christ. He's got a great testimony. And um, in future broadcasts, or podcasts rather, we will be doing our testimony. It'll probably be just us individually in here speaking about it. But he, it, this be a young man. <clears throat> How old are you, Daniel? 26 years old. Daniel's 26. He's lived enough life for a lot of us through mm -hmm. for, for, for fulfillment of it. Yep. But um, I like when you said, when there's a blessing, the devil is messing. That is something that we heard from one of our elders in our group, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Leon. That's right. Shout out to Mr. Leon. Hey, Mr. Leon. But that up. is um, blessing. The devil is messing, and mm -hmm. it's going to happen every time. That's but uh, right. anyway, let me get back on topic. So uh, I want to elaborate on what Josh said. Josh said he came in, sat in the recliner, um, felt a heaviness in the room. It was it was almost like um, almost like an oppression was on the shop that day. And like I said, I've never felt that before coming in here. Yep. And Daniel, your week was crap. My which week we was just, horrible. We just the heard spirit that. of heaviness was on us. Josh made a comment. He says, man, I, was this after the meeting when you read, you see, you, you were telling us after the meeting, after we had the meeting, that you just felt like there was a um, darkness over, yeah. the, over uh, the barbershop. Yeah. Josh had shared with me briefly prior right. to the meeting starting that he felt the heaviness, but heaviness. he knew that the mm -hmm. heaviness meant that there was going to be a breakthrough, guys. That's right. He come with an expectant heart, knowing that since there was a spirit of heaviness, that there was since there was a blocking in our way, that there was a blessing on the other side That's of the blocking. Right. That's right. But I said the walls was going to bust through. And he and when he, he shared that with us, and I was like, well, and I told them something that only one other person knew. I'd had some issues here at the barbershop, and it was putting my business in jeopardy and situation, and, uh, and and it was really bugging me. I found out that Monday, this is Thursday, so for three days, this thing has been sauteing and marinating in my heart and in my soul. I was ill. I was aggravated. So when he said he felt like there was a darkness, I felt like, as Daniel said, I had to share it with my brothers. You know, yeah. like, And I could tell, when I, when I walked in and I sat down, I looked at Dennis cutting hair like I you know, normally do, just watching him, because the way he interacts with the people in the chair, you, know, he can, you can tell he really genuinely cares about the people in his chair. And um, when I looked at his face, it, it, it wasn't the same Dennis that I'm used to seeing every Thursday or every, every other Thursday or when I come get my hair cut or whatever. Um, he just, he had this... Like I like I said before, a heaviness. There was a heaviness about his his spirit, about his face and his person, and I could just I could feel that. And when I looked at him, well, Josh, to elaborate on that, I think that we as kings men are called to discern through wisdom, yep. through our own trials and tribulation, the spirit of darkness. Because the Bible says that in me there is no darkness. To dwell in the place of the light, there is no darkness. So that when we dwell in the Father, when we dwell in the Son and the Holy Spirit. When three is one, there can't be no darkness. And sometimes 
even as believers, we begin to doubt and we, we let mm -hmm. darkness creep in in that place of doubt. And in that place of doubt where darkness creeps in, it starts to snuff our light out a little bit. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's key foundation mm -hmm. to have fellowship so that there can't be no spirit of darkness and no spirit of heaviness. Because when you're so full of the word and you're so full of prayer life, that that's all you radiate. There can't There isn't a place for the darkness to dwell. That's in. right. That's right. And. I, I forgot to tell you guys this on Thursday, but um, what when I was on my way home driving down, listening to my praise and worship music, my windows down, going down 264, the thought came to me, the cord of three strands is not easily broken. Oh. And, you know, our, our three, us three collectively came together. And, you know, with, with that prayer that we prayed with all of our other brothers, we just added to those cords and those strands. And that strand and that cord became strong in that instance. So to go off what you were just saying, so the darkness that I felt, I felt like I had to share it with you guys. And the biggest thing was just this. It, it was, it was a, like I said, it was a situation in the business where it could be very catastrophic. Um, but I, when left that meeting, and the reason we're telling you our troubles is that we want you to know that we're just as real people as you are. Um, we struggle every single mm -hmm. day, and we fight this battle every day, and we're still trying to figure it out. Yep. But it's always going to be better when you're around a different group of believers. Mm -hmm. Daniel. Go and tell them one of your favorite things you say when you pray. And I love it when you say it. Where three or more are gathered, so shall I be present. That's right. Yes. So that, well, we got three in here now. But well, we it's two or more. Two or more gathered. That's right. So shall mm -hmm. I be present. So shall I be present. So get around as many fellow believers as you can, especially if you're a new believer. You need to get around there. But let me finish up what I'm trying to say. So we're just normal people. That day, we had like a spiritual breakthrough for me. It was the most powerful meeting I've I dare say one of the most powerful spiritual meetings I've ever had. Now, my walk's only been for four years. But the prayers that were going up, um, the laying hands on each other, just talking, um, it was so amazing. And I left there with that darkness that I had for three days already that was so heavy that, you know, even my brothers could see it upon my face. I thought I was hiding it well. What's going on? I said, God, you know, I believe, in, I believe in that book. I believe in everything that you tell me. I believe in everything in your word. And I'm going to give it all to you right now because Dennis is tired. And I know that me worrying about it is not going to change it because you are the Alpha, you are the Omega. You know where it's going to start. You know where it's going to end. I said, so I give it all to you today. And I left, drove out of here, went home, and never thought about it again. The next day, the problem was resolved. The thing about it is when you're faced with a heavy situation and you're fighting it on your own, you're going to get tired like everybody else. Even a prize fighter gets tired after fighting for a while. Just go and give it to God. Let him put his hands on it. His healing hands of mercy, the power that God presents to you is amazing because when it makes that change, when there's no way, the way has been made. That's right. right. That's right. And when we tell you, you, you listeners out there, that that Thursday night was powerful, we are in no way glorifying ourselves because it no, is not no, us. No, no. It's not us. It was, it was, it was God. It was a God thing. Let me tell you, when when we came together as that collective body with that one goal of glorifying God, heaven came down to this barbershop, mm -hmm. and it was filled with the Holy Spirit. We had people shouting. We had people just getting major blessings and breakthroughs. It was phenomenal. Now, I come from a... Um when I first started going to church with the Baptist church, which wasn't that long ago. So you didn't have a lot of shouting and, and, and praying and, and hollering. Um, yes, we're from the South, and I said hollering, by the way. <laughs> but um, 
so it kind of took me off guard, but then I said, you know what, devil, you're not going to steal my joy. I'm going to bask in this. I'm going to enjoy this moment, and it just made all the difference in the world. But um, it was it was pretty powerful to me. That's right. Yeah, it, it's a very powerful thing where, uh, you know, I, like you said, Dennis, while ago, my favorite thing when I pray is I like to acknowledge the Holy Spirit to have a Absolutely. place to dwell. I want to invite him to our place of dwelling. And I get that from Matthew 18, 20. Um, but I'm also read you 19 and 20 to kind of set this force front. It says, I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among you. Guys, we today set up a precedence that we have to be um, Christians. Christians is a religion. That is a religion. I choose to identify myself as a follower of Christ. And the reason I choose to identify myself as a follower of Christ is because it says right here in Scripture, it says, for where two or three gather together as my followers. It doesn't say as Christians, because Christians is a religion, and the Bible talks nothing about religion. The Bible says, for as my followers, I there among them. He is there. He is here with us when we give him a place to acknowledge and let him Amen. be here. Yeah. So when those spirits of oppression and those spirits of darkness and oppression and addiction come on top of you, until you get in a place with fellow believers, with like-minded believers, and two people can, two or more people can believe on one accord. Let me tell you, in your homes, that's you and your wife. Out in public, that's you and your brothers or your sisters in Christ. And until you get to a place where you can believe with them from a move from heaven and then ask and give him a place to dwell, he can't have a mighty work. But if you give him a place to dwell, and guys, that's what we want you to know about Thursday night. Thursday night, Thursday night Bible study for us isn't about our glory. It's not mm -hmm. about, but it is a healing place for us. It yep. is a place for us to give, come, and come on one accord with one mind, mm -hmm. one mission, one heart to serve our Lord, to give him a place to dwell so that he can do a mighty work in our lives. And guys, we... We have that evidence in our own lives right now. I think yep. we could say that he's in a mighty work and he's in a mighty season. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's right. What you were just talking about was wisdom. We get a lot of wisdom from that to play off the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, I just find it amazing how it happens. You know, that we spoke one time the episode before about the warmth that you feel when you come into a room of, of three or two or more, rather. Yep. And um, I can feel it in here right now. I mean, this was just us three. Oh, yes. Um, so uh, now that now that you have some background of what Thursday night was like for us and and what we experienced, um, let's let's go ahead and let's jump into the 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 meat. Like I like to say, the meat of the of the podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Mister <laughs> Daniel, was it Mister Leon that gave us the inspiration for wisdom and wisdom? Is, yeah, is that right? Yeah, it was actually that was actually um, was Pastor Dennis. It was Pastor Dennis. Pastor Den. Yeah. Pastor D. Pastor D. We love us some Pastor D. We've met the man one time, but he it's like he's been here all all along. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, so Josh, do you have some scripture you'd like to share there, or uh, yeah, I, if yep. not, I got some scripture I'd like to share. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a little bit. Um, so a little bit of background. My favorite king in the Bible has to be King Solomon. I love the story of King Solomon because it shows um, it shows how you can fall from grace and you can be lifted back up again through the power of oh, Jesus. Amen. It on. shows about how his his dad, King King David, King David. Uh, just to give you a little background. I won't go into the whole scripture, but King David um, had relations with Bathsheba. She became pregnant with child. Um, 
King David made this whole assassination attempt to kill her husband Uriah. Uh, it turned into a big thing. Their first child died because of the direct result of David's sin with uh, with um, having having relations with a woman. Um, you know that was that was married, and and then having the husband killed. But after that first child had passed on, um, Solomon was born out of that. So there you see David's fall from grace. You see that he had to go through that that season that we're talking about, that troubling season of watching his child uh, die. And and I can't think of anything else that would be more painful in this world than, than watching that. Um, mm, I know it would, it would break me to my core. Yeah. Um, but he, he went through that season, and then he was blessed with Solomon, who went on to do great things. Um, and, and we'll talk about that uh, right here. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Get my scripture. So we're going to look at First uh, Kings chapter 3, verses 3 through 9. And this talks about... Um, this talks about what's when Solomon, God of God of age, um, he went to the Lord and he asked him for wisdom. And it says, So Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the decrees of his father, David, except that Solomon too offered sacrifices and burnt incense at the local places of worship. The most important of these places was the worship in Gibeon. So the, the king went and sacrificed 1,000 burnt offerings. That night the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and God said, what do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. So Solomon replied, You showed me great and faithful love to your servant, my father David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on the throne. Now, O Lord my God, you have made me king instead of my father David. But I am. I, I love this right here. This is this is beautiful. The the Bible's filled with so much poetry, and it relates to today's life. Listen to this right here. Uh, let's see. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. Ooh, I, come I, on. I feel like that through my daily walk. Let's, let's preach many that times. Right there. That's good stuff. Listen, many of times. Right there. <laughs> That's right. I, there has been many times I've gone through this life that I feel like I don't know my way, and I feel like I'm just lost. Absolutely. Um, I think that's something that every Christian, if you will, I feel like that's every, that everyone is a believer struggles with every day you feel like you're lost um even when we had made a mention earlier talking about peter and i told them i said you know i was thinking about early i said how could peter and the disciples deny jesus after seeing him doing so many miraculous things as far as you know raising the dead healing the sick and the blind and so forth and so on so many multitude of things and god spoke to me one day he says well dennis you, you've been a lot like peter because i've done so many great works in your life but yet you deny me from time to time mm. um mm. And, you know, I denied God a lot in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I hate to admit it, but I'm also man enough to admit it that, you know, sometimes we can get caught up in our own self. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the devil will put words in your head that you think are from God. But if you sit back and, and you realize it and you think about it, is that going to give him glory or is it going to give you glory? And if you, you say glory. it gives yep. you glory, then more than likely it's not going to be from God. It's from the deceiver. Right. So. right. That's right. And. You know, we oftentimes get caught up in the ways of the world and not not in the ways of the Spirit, you know, even as believers. Uh, we fall short all the time, you know, and we have to look that our wisdom is something that is gained with age. Um, and, and 
it takes time. It's not mm-hmm. overnight. But that's not to say that your spiritual gift isn't wisdom and the Lord hasn't granted you wisdom when you ask. That's right. Um, everybody's wisdom comes at different times, you know, and that's something we have to remember. And, and even though we doubt and even though we fall short of the glory of grace, that is the beauty mm-hmm. about grace is we still have our wisdom and we still have our yep. love. That's right. That's yeah. right. As long as you keep, you know, keep remembering that. Uh, we got grace and mercy that nobody, none of us have earned nor deserved. Mm, no. But you were talking about losing a child a while ago, how that when um, David lost his child, wasn't it, David? Yep, mm-hmm. King David. Yep. When King David lost his kid, and you say how hard that would hurt you, I could, I could, at that moment I thought about the God's heart when Jesus was nailed on that cross. No. Mm. So if you think about that immense pain that he was going through and what we go through on a daily basis, um, if he went through that, the crap we're going through here is nothing. Right. So, um, because the battle's been won. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the devil will put in your mind that um, that's wrong too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that what's significant here is you can look at this scripture and you can see that David's faith was tested. Um, mm-hmm. Even though he had sinned against God, committed the act of adultery with Bathsheba, yep. created a child outside of wedlock, that child was then taken Mm-hmm. But in another season, God said, because you have come and repented for your sins, so shall I bless you again. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then he blessed him. But when he blessed him, he blessed him immeasurably more than he could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Because he had never known what King Solomon would do at the time of his birth. He yeah. only knew that he was anointed. And that's the only thing he knew. He, he was a gift from God. And so King Solomon come with a purpose. So what's being birthed in purpose in your life? That's what we have to look at. What is dying so that something else can be born of purpose in your life? Yeah, and, yep. and even though we turn our eyes from God in a season, there, a new birth has to take place. And that's the whole beautiful thing about redemption and salvation and about the, the Lord Jesus Christ and Him loving us the way He does. You know, Mr. Pastor Leon, to play off something else, he says, he says that you should take at least, at least an hour a day to just love up on Jesus. Just mm. love up. And and I've learned that loving up on Jesus gives me a chance to be born again every day. Yeah, right. Gives me a chance to get re-intimate with him every day. That's right. Because just like you want to go home and love up on your spouse, you know, you should go home and love up on Jesus too. But you don't have to be at home to love up on Jesus. You can love up on Jesus anywhere you are. In your car drive to work, you can get up an extra hour and read scripture, pray. Yeah. Whatever you feel called to do can be your time right. to love up on Jesus. And that's something else that we've got to break is the idea of what we think everything has to be. Yep, that's right. So picking back up where we left off, um, finishing up with the scripture, and and here I am in the midst of your chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern for your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for long life or wealth or death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has ever had or will ever have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And I will and if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you long life. So that just shows you the faithfulness of God if you're faithful to him. Solomon didn't ask for women. He didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask to be um, the guy with the, the fastest uh, racing camel on the block. Um, he, he, asked for, he asked for wisdom. 
to to be able to discern and lead the people in a good way. Hold on, where did Raising Camel come from? Well, I mean, they did. Hey, what has he got? Desert Three Thousand. That's that's right. I mean, they didn't. They didn't have. Uh, they didn't have Vipers and uh, and and Mustangs back then. So I mean, you know, they had to race some camels. So. How about challengers? They they might have they might have had a challenger, um, you know. With the racing camel, Dennis, the whole they ship that over on the work just <laughs> with the with the racing camel. The whole thing about it is it's only got um it's only got the the one hump instead of the two humps. So that way, oh, so it's a dromedary. That yeah, that's right. So it's got um it's got a slipstream. So the the coefficient of drag is even greater. But we just totally went off the rails talking about a racing camel. <laughs> but um anyway. Uh, talking about the faithfulness of God, when when Solomon asked for the wisdom, God gave him so much more that exceeding abundantly more than he asked or thought of, which that just speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Well, when you ask God to give you the wisdom, through wisdom comes all those things. Mm. Uh, because if you don't know how to follow God's decree and you don't know how to understand Scripture and put put pride down and pick up the wisdom that comes in scripture Mm -hmm. and allow God to be glorified and not you to be glorified. It's almost impossible to get anywhere. But when you allow the wisdom of scripture and you allow the wisdom of leadership of, and the obedience of following Christ to guide your life, therefore you are allowed to be blessed. You know, his riches come and his fame come because he was wise enough to follow yep. the decrees of the Lord. So that's why he got all those things. That's right. And then later you see in in First Kings chapter three about the the story of the two prostitutes, where uh, one of the ladies had rolled over on the baby and the baby died. So she stole the baby from the other person, and they both went to Solomon claiming to be the 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 mother of the kid, and. Um, Solomon made a, a, a wise choice by saying, you know, bring me a sword, we'll cut the kid in half, and each lady can get a piece of the kid. Well, uh, at that moment in time, the real mother spoke up because she was so moved in her heart and that compassion, she would rather see that kid live. So she said, give the baby to the other woman. So right then and there, Solomon discerned that that was the real mother. So he gave the kid to her mm. because he knew that the real mother would rather see that kid live, whereas the other woman said, no, go ahead and cut the kid in half. We'll take the two pieces. Mm, so powerful. that wisdom right there, and everybody that saw that happen, that when it went down, they were in awe and knew that it was a godly wisdom. Mm. I'll tell you another thing about gaining wisdom, and I just did this not long ago. I asked Daniel and Josh a question. And these guys, you know, are Christians and believers and have a little bit of knowledge as well. So don't be afraid to ask your, your peers, the guys that you hang out with a question. If you don't know, ask them. They may have read something in the Bible that you hadn't read and can kind of give you a little bit more wisdom from that. Um, use all your resources to gain wisdom from Christ because um, he puts people in, in your life for a purpose. That's right. And that's a conversation we had literally not too terribly long ago. Yes. Absolutely, guys. And. You know, so Josh, to reiterate on what you build on with godly wisdom, uh, in Proverbs chapter 2, we're going to go there and we're going to read some scripture and we're going to hear what God says you reap as your benefits of wisdom. Mm. So, my child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek for them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From the mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the 
honest. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you and understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people and from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way and walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong and they enjoy the twisted ways of evils. Their actions are crooked and their ways are wrong. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death and is the rope to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. Uh, the paths of life. Follow the steps of good men instead, and stay on the paths of the righteous. For the only the godly will live in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be uprooted. Mm. Guys, that right there says what we will grant, what we will gain when we go to the Lord and we ask Him to grant us wisdom. Mm. When we are like king solomon and we don't go to him asking for the riches and the fame and the glory but we go asking for him something that is a gift from him which is wisdom and when you go with an expectant heart and ask him for his gifts that he has promised you in scripture he will grant you those things and you can reap those same benefits you know without that type of wisdom it'll be easy as a man to see to have lustful eyes and to look at the woman across the street and say well she's single she's flirty she's cute you know, things could be rocky at home, but it'd be easy to be sucked in by the eyes of the seductress. But with the wisdom of peace of understanding that so God gave you your wife. He made her for you and he gave you a covenant to join together as one. Mm. With that wisdom, you're able to defeat the demon of seductress and you're able to defeat the seductive woman and you're able to say you know what my eyes are on my wife i'm going to stay true to my home i'm going to be a husband and i'm going to defeat that because i'm going to tell you one of the hardest struggles as a man is to turn your eyes away from your wife and to you know pornography is all over the place you can get sucked right in it on your cell phone today on the computer you can get sucked in it anywhere you can't watch a commercial without it being full of a seductive woman mm. but the thing is is that's not what god promised you god promised you a helpmate not a seductress mm. yep that's right. And it just, see, that ties right back in to, to, to Peter. If we take our eyes off of God, we're going to fail. We're going to fall. Just like when he was walking on the water, he took his eyes off the Lord for that brief Woo! second. Come on. He Amen. started right to sink. Here. And if we take our eyes off of God and we turn them towards the things of the world that mm-hmm. fleshly desires, we are going to start sinking and we're going to fall. And, and it all started with a leap of faith. You know, Peter had to decide in that moment that he'd be a wet water walker. Not a dry boat talker, guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I think today's problem is is that too many of us are scared to take that initial leap of faith so that we can have our faith tested because that is the testing of our faith. Where, What place yes. are you willing to step out of that you feel comfortable in? Because in that moment, Peter felt safe in the boat. But Jesus was calling him out of his place of safety to a place of unknown, not knowing that he had the gift, the anointing to be able to walk on water as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus. Mm. But when he turned his eyes, he lost his anointing and he began to sink. But guess what happened? Even though he sank, he was able to cry back out to Jesus and say, Jesus, help me. And guess what? Jesus reached down and he pulled him back up. So even if you take that leap of faith and you begin to sink, and you begin to lose sight of Jesus, guess what? It's okay. 
Because all you have to do is turn your eyes back to the Savior and say, Lord, help me right now. I need to come be delivered from this storm. And He'll bring you back up. And then He'll walk you back to your boat and put you in a place of security. Mm-hmm. And, and don't never be afraid when you ask for wisdom of what's going to happen. Because one of the most powerful things I've learned is that, as I said earlier, if you ask for wisdom, sometimes be ready for the outcome. But in my prayer life lately, and I, when I was dealing with stuff through the shop last week, and um, I said, God, whatever you will be done, whether it hurts me, whether it helps me, I know it's your plan. Be confident in knowing that he does all things that come together for your good. I mean, everything that's going to happen to you is a, a purpose. There's a divine appointment, as we've said a few times. Just accept it, understand it, that sometimes loving Jesus hurts. Yeah. Because we allow it to happen um, through the flesh, I guess, and just learn to move forward. Don't be afraid to ask for wisdom, but just be ready for what's going to come out of it. Yeah. You know, but that's a process of refining. You know, we have to go to the crucible and have heat put to us. You know, if we don't go and have the heat put to us, then he can't ever separate the good from the bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's painful. Those are, those are painful seasons. It's not polite to sit there and, and to lose the things of the flesh because the things of the flesh that once satisfy you, mm-hmm. you know, that place, that hole will be gone, will be open. But when you plug that hole with Jesus... Yep. When you plug that hole with Jesus and not with a flesh, that satisfaction is forever. Yep. Yeah. That was Perfect. Uh, I'm sorry, Dennis. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say, um, that was one thing that kept me from Christ for a while was that I wasn't willing to give up a lot of things. And I knew if I accepted Jesus that I couldn't do the things that I was doing with a conscious heart of being a Christian. Um, but what I found was when I did totally surrender and, you know, I accepted Christ as my personal Savior. The things that I was doing, I no longer had the desire to do. Mm, yes. So, um, there's wisdom just to be gained just by acceptance, guys. That's right. That's right. You'll you'll lose those desires for the, the places that you once went, the things you once did, um, the, the things you may have said when you were in the flesh. Mm. You'll, you'll lose that desire, and it, it'll leave you. And we were talking about... Um, uh, you know, talking about the, the the things of the world and how you feel when you're in the world. We uh, we left here. Uh, it, it probably was around eleven thirty, twelve o'clock that Thursday night. Cause, and I was just so amped when I when I got home. I couldn't even go to sleep till oh, almost yeah. two. Yeah, um, I, I was up. But you know what? Even though I even though I stayed out till two o'clock, um, even though I stayed out till two o'clock and and was and I had to get up at six thirty. Um, I might have been tired, but I can tell you one thing: I didn't have a Jesus hangover. I still had a Jesus mm. high. Ooh, like it, come baby. on! That, that, that is something to be said so, right there, Josh. Even though, the, even though the body was tired, my spirit was renewed and I was rejuvenated, and I didn't feel sluggish. I didn't feel groggy. I didn't feel like I, my head was pounding and I was, you know, dehydrated. Because that's what God will do. He's going to plug you into that power source and He's going to charge you back up. And you know what I got out of that night? A really good night's sleep. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yes. There's when something I, to be said about eyes, the rest man, of Jesus. Just, that's that's right. That's right. Yep. So um, when you're faced with stuff and you can't sleep and you can't eat and you're aggravated and you're broken, that's the time to come to them and ask God to you know help move me, move me in the right direction. That's right. Um, broken and contrite spirit. Absolutely. And He's going to take you just because you think everything's going perfect don't mean that he's not about to break you and remake you because he mm-hmm. breaks you and remakes you all the time that's right and you just got to remember that that every season of life has a purpose and you know even trees the most beautiful thing that you can ever imagine they once die and lose everything mm-hmm. to hold on and wait for another season so. that's right. right well 
You guys want to say we're going to wrap it up or you uh, want to keep moving? I want to keep moving, yeah. but we got things we got to move on also. That's, that's right. Well, I tell you what, I, I feel like this is a good good place to end the podcast. Um, I feel like we've hit on some really good points today. And, um, I mean, I, I know I'm recharged now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll call, call it episode two. Um, does anybody have anything else on their heart before we? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to ask that if you're listening, uh, to pray for our lives uh, as us three mm-hmm. men yes. come before you with this podcast. And the reason I ask that is every time you go to stepping into a calling or you go to stepping into servitude, the devil begins to attack that because he wants to keep you from what, from what God's got promised for you. And, you know, our promise, we truly feel like a promise that God has given us is that if we step out of our place of comfort zone and step into this place of bringing forth this podcast to you guys and bringing forth real relationship and what it's like to really walk with God hand in hand but still walk in the world Mm -hmm. today, um, we want you to just pray for our spiritual attacks because the spiritual attacks are real. And um, so we just would like to ask you guys for all your prayers. Uh, You know, that is the best way that you can help bless this ministry uh, so that we can continue to save just one more. That's right. Just one more. That's right. Love it, love it, love it. Like Um, we said at the beginning, if it reaches 10 million, that's great. If we reach just one, it'll be worth our time and and the sacrifice just for that one person. And leaving this for, and then I'll be quiet. Um, People always ask me to pray for them, and I do. I try my best to pray for everyone that asks me to do that. But um, I heard, and this makes the most sense, God wants to hear from you just as much as he wants me to pray for you. Mm-hmm. So always remember to pray for yourself and never be afraid to ask someone to pray for you. But um, always keep your eye on the prize. Yep. Always searching for that Amen. just one more. Amen. Just, just one, one more. more. Right. Just one more. All right, guys, I'm Dennis. This is Josh. And I'm Daniel. We'll and see we you next time. The King's, King's Men. Men.